It's all about kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying the show. Take the time out of your day to listen to new music and the new sound of radio. Tune in every day, all day, for the greatest hits, latest news, and community events that you can be a part of. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. It's meant to make you forget about your homework or the fact that you just got fired from your job or you and your girlfriend had a fight. It's meant, it's a legal high. It's meant to take you away from the fact that after the concert, you've got to go fight the parking lot traffic. For those three hours that you're in our concert, it's magic time. You wanted the best and you got it! The hottest band in the land! Army, you wanted the best and you got it. I am Matt Porter and you are in the Kiss Room. And after approximately 573 days, I am joined back in the studio by the one and only Bobby Trash. I'm back. So you're back. And look, if we're lucky, on the phone should be the great Virgil Cardamone, who is a partner, film booker, curator, and all around great guy. From the Mahoning Valley Drive-In Theater. Virgil, are you there? Yeah. Ready to rock! Look at that! Now, there's a voice I like to hear. That's fantastic. Now, look. <laughs> I got you on here, Virgil, for a very specific reason. Because you have a big event coming up this Sunday. And for those of you who don't know, the Mahoning Valley Drive-In Theater is a classic drive-in theater. Think John Travolta, Olivia Newton, John Stranded at the drive-in with Virgil. Virgil, how are you? <laughs> I'm feeling great, Porter. It's great to hear your voice. It's uh, it's an amazing thing, but I have to say, not to get gushy right out the gate, but you inspired a lot of this. Oh. Uh, you, uh, you really have been somebody that I looked at as a guy who really goes after his passions, and passion is certainly what led me here. So this is a great, great uh, meeting of the minds. But yes, for the Mahoning Drive-In, it is the only 100% 35mm retro classic drive-in in the whole entire country. Wow. Which means we're the only ones showing classic movies full-time, and we're the only ones doing it on 35mm film. You know, it's fantastic. Now, for those people who don't know, the reason like that, I mean, obviously, I've been there. I, I remember you had the Planet of the Apes marathon. That was so much fun. But we've got coming up Sunday, the event that all KISS fans have been waiting for, Detroit Rock City on the Come big on. screen. Give us, the, give us all the details. All right. So uh, as the curator, I really try to dig into as many different um, I guess fan bases as you can, different genres for sure. But now that the Mahoning has become such a um, a space for fandom to celebrate fandom, it's really about touching on fandoms in general. And when you talk about fandom, as you guys know, uh, Kiss is king. So <laughs> the idea of uh, reha- uh, reliving some of the old days as this movie does so well Some of us weren't able to rock and roll in 1978, so (laughs) I always looked at uh, um, Detroit Rock City 
as a kind of time machine movie. It takes you back to a time that you want to be in so bad. So it's kind of perfect in a setting that is a time machine. As soon as you come through those gates, it's like you're back in a 1950s drive-in. So it's going to be really, really special. As Porter will tell you, we have a great pre-show lined up as well as an on-screen pre-show with heavy metal parking lot, which come on. Uh, and then uh, we're going to do a secret feature afterwards, which shall not be named, but I bet you guys can guess what we're going to play. You know, it's but, secret because it's underground, ready? Way that's right. underground. Uh, okay? Way underground. <laughs> I couldn't legally get the rights to play it. But. <laughs> but look, anybody that's a KISS fan knows exactly, ooh, mystical, what I'm talking oh, about. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be something, man. I say it like, I really hope that the word gets out there. There's so much going on this time of year, but this is one of those events that brings the, my two loves together and a lot of people's loves together, movies and music. Well, that's, that's really so. what I was so thrilled to get you on here to hype this up because we want a lot of people to come because one of the added features from like 7 to 8 is the Kiss Room house band. That's Jerry right. Lee Watkins, Fran Galanti, anybody that has listened to me for even a minute, you know these guys are the most talented guys on the planet. They are going to play acoustic before the movie. Like I said, this is the event you've been waiting for. People always said to me, wouldn't it be great if the Kiss Room House Band played it like a bar or a club or a festival? It's at the movie theater. It's going to be awesome. Fran <laughs> and Jerry, I can't wait. And I'm thrilled, Virgil, that you added them on because that, it's like, to me, it's making it like a Kiss Expo, like a festival. It's such a value added. I'm absolutely thrilled. Plus, I haven't seen those guys smiling faces in a year and a half. Yeah, I used to, you once know, a month, they would come in here, we would hang out, and it was the greatest time ever, and I haven't seen them since. It's the perfect, and you curated this in a way. It's the perfect kind of, again, meeting of the minds, where you said, you know what would kick this puppy up a notch, and that's what the Mahoning's known for. When we did our uh, Woodstock event, we did the 50th anniversary screening of Woodstock, and we had a big record expo that day. So people came out and they could dig through crates and then enjoy a big, long concert. And here, the idea of jumping into a, a, a night that is an ode to rock and roll with a great rock and roll acoustic set, it's going to be perfect, you know? Couldn't ask for better. You know, and really, and you have some other things. I saw that, okay, now look, this is a natural. Anybody wearing Kiss makeup will get a free medium popcorn. How great is All that? day, encouraging uh, the kids to come dressed up. Now, this is one that I'm going to ask you about. There's the Instant Record Collection Raffle, courtesy of Double Decker Records, which is awesome. Tell us oh, about yeah. this. Yeah, so we work with a ton of like-minded businesses uh, that have jumped on board with us. And every night we do a raffle here at the theater. And uh, it totally makes sense to keep it themed to whatever the event is. And since this, again, is such a rock and roll night, our friends at Double Decker uh, put together a huge, huge uh, record collection, which, again, is like a starter pack for somebody <laughs> of classic rock and all sorts of great stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's only a dollar a raffle ticket, so I always encourage people to jump in on that because it's such a cool addition. It's like, hey, we're having fun here, but I also left a winner with a huge stack of records. Life's good. <laughs> you know, and really for a Sunday, the weather's going to be great. The yeah. weather's been hit or miss the last great. couple of weeks, but it's going to be gorgeous weather. It's starting to get that crisp fall feel that makes you just want to, you know, I'm in a hoodie. Right. Exactly. I'm going to wear my oh, kiss, you know, good. sweatshirt. The, uh, <laughs> 
So, I mean, really, obviously, like you said, it's not just the movie. It's a ton of value added. Oh, yeah. It's an experience. That's what the Mahoning was built on. That's why it's become a legend. Even a perfect example. <laughs> this weekend, we're doing Back to the Future, uh, the trilogy. If that wasn't cool enough on 35 mil, we have a screen-accurate DeLorean about to pull in on the lot. <laughs> nice. So it's like... People get an added, uh, definitely an added value, but an added experience. What's in and the trunk? Porter, again, <laughs> going back to the, uh, the influence, uh, in my college days, when I was uh, on stages, in bands, popping in and out, I had a mantra that was, give people a show that they are going to remember for the rest of their life. Not a 15-minute escape. You give them a show. And that crossed over so hard into what I do now, so... It's, uh, it's, again, a great culmination, I think, of, uh, of all the loves that I have. Music, performance, movies, fandom. It's, it's kind of incredible, and I'm so blessed to have everybody get behind this, uh, this dream. You know what? As long as I've known you, you have always been a doer. You're somebody that gets things done, and I couldn't be more proud of you. I mean, obviously, if anybody wants to get the story, there's that documentary called At the Drive-In from yeah. 2017. Speak on that a little bit. Yeah, so uh, 2016, Al Minnelli, a local filmmaker, came in, caught wind of what we were doing, which at that time was pretty much all volunteering to revive a drive-in that nobody was coming to. Um, and what he caught in 2016, 2017 was a really crucial turn for us, um, which was really people embracing what we were doing and uh, started seeing growth in what we did and started seeing the, the birth of the legend and the idea of us becoming a preservation house for 35 millimeter as all the other houses closed around us. And it, it's an incredible underdog story what uh, he was able to capture and what we, what we were doing at the time, which we didn't plan any of this. This was, as you said, Porter, uh, a situation where we were doing. We were going after our dreams. Uh, I've been talking about running a drive-in since I was 13, so... For me and Matt at the time, it was, hey, let's let's do what we love and what we always talked about doing, you know? And I think it really speaks on what you can do with passion, tenacity, drive, and, of course, fandom. And this goes across the board. I think it inspires people in life in general. If you're in a band that is waiting to, uh, you know, get on, they look at a story like this and they're like, man, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. So that, more than anything, is the most rewarding thing now that it's gotten out there to the world. Is It's an inspiration piece. People watch this literally to keep their fire going. And for me, that's uh, priceless. You know, it really is fantastic. So, I mean, obviously, anybody that's interested, if you go online, search for Mahoning Drive-In Theater. But obviously, the address, 635 Seneca Roadley, Heighton, PA. You can find them on Facebook.com, Mahoning Drive-In Theater. That's a good source for all the information. If you look at my blog right now on thekissroom.com, I did post all the details in my blog as well. Because this Sunday, September 12th, you're all going to want to come to this event. Detroit Rock City plus the Kiss Room House 
band, plus a secret feature that we can only just kind of guess what it might be. And hey, it's mystical. And then you, know, you figure you could win a record collection. You could get your free popcorn if you got some makeup. And who wouldn't like that? Bring your kids. You know, it's going to be a blast. I'm super looking forward to it. So all the information is out there. And I think one thing I got to talk to you real quick before you leave, you managed oh, yeah. to save it from becoming a solar farm. And I couldn't be happier for you. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. So we we were, anybody who's a fan of the Mahoning went on a roller coaster ride with us over the last season, um, because our, our, our fate was handed to us uh, when we found out that our land was optioned to a solar panel farm, um, and we had no way to really fight it, um, except for to go to the public, let them know what was happening, and try to plead with uh, the, the township to try to halt this or cease this. And it's a pipe dream. It's one of those things that you see all the time in the media. Hey, the big guy comes in, closes down the little guy to put in something random. In this case, you know, you couldn't script a solar panel farm coming in. <laughs> so uh, to our surprise, I, the way I look at it is I had no other way to react than to literally cut my heart open to the public, which I did in a social media video that went viral. And within 24 hours, the VP of Green Skies reached out to me personally um, and said, call off, call off the torches <laughs> and, and the, the pitchfork. Uh, we're going to pull out of this option 100%, and we want to support you guys for the next 72 years. So it's, it's one of those stories, David versus Goliath, that, uh, again, strengthens the legend of the Mahoning without a doubt, but it speaks on the... The love of the culture, the power of the drive-in culture, because it's something that's questioned year after year. This is just something that used to be a fad. This is something that if you play it right, like the Mahoning has, this is an insanely viable escape for and an essential one uh, for the community. And uh, we couldn't be more blessed to be the leading example in what you can do with a drive-in in the new age. That is fantastic. Virgil Cardamone, I appreciate you calling in. Look, everybody within the sound of my voice, look, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, you can get to this Mahoning on Sunday for Detroit Rock City, all kind of extras, a super secret feature, Mah heavy metal parking lot's oh, going to yeah. be a blast. We're going to have the most fun time with that. So I'm just thrilled. And look, the Kiss Room house band will be God, there. Is there anything more fun than that? So, cool. Virgil, I'll see you Sunday because I got my tickets. We I are ready it. to rock, and I'll see you then. Porter, I love you. You're the best. Keep inspiring, bro. You're the best. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I'm going to go to a song that might think about the start of the movie. The mom sits down. She's got her little glass of wine. She's going to, you know, sit there for a second and put on some nice music, and all of a sudden, all she's going to hear is some kiss. Thanks, Virgil. You got it, guys.
look, again, thanks to Virgil Cardamone for calling in. That was a blast. Virgil, I've known actually for a long time. He was a student of mine here at Monco. Great guy. Um, you know, look, like I said, I'm going to be up there at that showing this Sunday. If you're listening to me live or you're listening to the download on Saturday, get there on Sunday. Here's the thing, right? Find me. One, I'm going to have boxes of Kiss Room buttons. I'll give you some buttons. <laughs> if I remember, I'll take my recorder. We'll even do an interview. I'm going to try and put the banner on my car. Look, I'm easy to find. I'm a Wookiee, so you can't miss me. But look for the banner. Look for my smiling face. Get there early for the Kiss Room house band. It's going to be a blast. Like I said, I've got a whole bunch of buttons. Shout out to the button queen, Christine the button queen. Yeah, we you love know, Christine. The other thing with that in mind, look, a couple things I want to hit. Uh, and then at 3.30, we actually we got to connect with um, Tim Steinruck from the band The Mighty One. So I got to line this up perfect because we got to get the satellite aimed in the just right way. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about. Now, obviously, look, if you listen to Harem or you listen last month in the Kiss Room was all my interviews from Rock and Pod. And I'm not really going to do like a Rock and Pod recap because obviously, you know, I'll forget something. And, and, you know, but anyway, I mean, Rock and Pod was the coolest thing ever. But one thing I want to talk about since we were just talking about Kiss at the movies was when we were at Rock and Pod at the <laughs> Full Moon Cineplex, they actually played Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park up on a big screen, which was unbelievable. So, I mean, you have had this super cool theater with all kind of horror and Star Wars and like vintage memorabilia. Apparently, they even have their own haunted oh house. Oh my gosh, right next house? door. You know, it, it was great. Like I said, you know, uh, the owner of the place, I love that it was a tattoo parlor. And <laughs> Awesome movie theater. Right. I mean, and then you have a haunted house that they do, and they said the line goes around the building. It was. Well, the great thing at Rock and Pod was the fact that the room, I mean, Rock and Pod is not a Kiss Expo per se, no. but everybody's a big Kiss fan. So, I mean, the one the one thing that I wanted to talk about, which was so much of a blast at Rock and Pod, was they had the comedians doing live commentary for Kiss Meets the Fan. Oh, my gosh. So, you got Craig Gass, who everybody knows Craig Gass because he's Gene Simmons from Kiss. You know, then you have Don Jameson, who everybody knows from that metal <laughs> show. You have everybody's favorite rock star, Phil Schaus, who's just about ready to go out with Alice Cooper. But then you also have the delightful and super funny Courtney Cronin Dole. Yes. Okay, now Courtney had the funniest line of the night. Now I'm going to tell you what it is cuz that about now everybody listening to me, you know the movie. You know exactly how the movie goes. I'm not spoiling anything, but of course just kind of imagine this, right? As the movie's going on and it's 55 minutes in and during that scene we're Peter's singing Beth. Everybody knows the scene. And superhuman Sam has just ripped the doorknob off the hinges to sneak into Kiss's abode, whatever, that bungalow or whatever. And Sam is smashing the place up. And he pulls the tablecloth off and he finds a box with the mystical talisman in it. And Courtney said... Oh man, I hope there's something inside this Vinnie Vincent box set. <laughs> and that got the biggest pop out of that crowd because look, everybody in the place knows that's the that's like a deep cut of kiss jokes because you got to really know your kiss to know why that was super funny. The entire theater exploded. And I remember sitting there and then she yells and that's I'm out because she had to go downtown to do a, a club show, yeah. right? And then she, like, literally, it was like she made the drop the mic motion and left. Funniest line of the night. <laughs> it was just like so. Look, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. So if you're around on uh, Sunday, you know you wanted to come to the Mahoning Valley that we just talked about. You know there might be a super secret feature. 
that you could all do commentary to. So, so look, shout out, Courtney. That was really, that was one of the highlights. The whole thing, I mean, obviously all those comedians, they did such an amazing job. It really, uh, it was fantastic. I mean, look, all of Rock and Pod really was a blast. I mean, I could go on and on. We could do an hour just talking about how oh. cool Rock and Pod was. Chris Sinzak, look, my hat always off to you. The fact that you could organize that event again, bigger every year, the most fun look, and especially in these times when, you know, traveling and looking at each other Matt, sideways. Matt, I got to interject. And, I'm know. amazed he, he doesn't sit there with a bottle of Pepto in his back <laughs> pocket, just like going around. That and popping Tums like there it goes. I'm going. He's a calm, cool guy. How, you know. Carries the world on his shoulders. He had a great team. That team that walked around and helped kind of guide people around, Ron Jones, people like that that were on the committee, Joe D'Angelo. I don't want to start going through all kind of names because obviously I'll forget somebody. Aaron Camaro, look, anybody that was there, it's a podcaster. When you were standing in the middle of the lobby at the, you know, the mixer the night before, and Aaron started this speech about how podcasters have made this event popular. It was like watching somewhere between a high school football coach and a professional wrestling manager. Ooh. And it was the most inspiring speech. And I tell you, it set the mood. It made everybody just feel part of it. You felt part of it. That's the part of Rock and Pod. It's your family. It's everything come to life. I mean, it really, you know, you know, it's funny because we were talking about, you know, the live commentary. So people were kind of yelling things um, Rocky Horror style at the screen during Fan of the Park. And, and I knew this one part. Anybody that knows, knows that Leon Delaney is the dad in the Chamber of Thrills of the little girl. He, you know, the <laughs> chopper pops yeah. her balloon. And he says, you know, you can't smoke in the kiss room or you can't smoke in here, right? And so at that moment, as it was coming up, I want you all to think of that scene in your mind. Because at that moment, as Chopper comes over, he pops the girl's balloon. And, and I yelled out, hey, Leon! Hey, you're not allowed to smoke in the kiss room. <laughs> you know, because I knew he's coming. So it was just like, I, I love that kind of stuff. I mean, to me, that's the kind of stuff that's the most fun. But the, uh, you know, the rock and pod, everything about it. Uh, look, also super shout out to everybody out there who gave me such great feedback on last month's kiss room that it really had all of my interviews, all the interviews from rock and pod. I did a ton of them. It was all day. Boom, 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 doing the interviews. And it worked. People love them. I got so much good feedback. You know, whether, you know, it was, it was all the different people that, you know, that whoever was your favorite that was at Rock and Pod, that was the most exciting thing. And, and uh, you know, it really uh, means a lot when, you know, when you give me some feedback because I love to know that I'm not just talking to myself, I'm not just talking to Bobby. You know, it's great fun. Oh, I'm not that. Well, look, it's just we can always talk, right? I think the funny thing, when you think about it, in this last year and a half, I had to go all the way to Nashville to hang out with him. We had the best time. Oh, you know, and it was great seeing Uncle A. I missed Uncle A. It was uh, being there. And, Matt, you were mentioning... I mean, I had a table next to ours. It was, you are on one side. Just meeting new podcasters. A lot of different ones this year. Yeah, it was the only thing. The only little qualm I have is that when we were done our event, everything's shutting down, and we I didn't get to see any of like the the booths. I had to run over to Ricky Rackman's area and snag up a couple T-shirts. But there were a lot of 
cool things there that you, you know, know it's almost like it's the best problem to have there's too much to do you know what i mean like when you go to the the amusement park as you often do maybe you can't get on every ride because you want to hit these certain ride that's why you buy times. a season pass and that's the thing it's like you know i spent the day doing interviews so i didn't get to see the panels yeah. i i did go around and get a little bit of merch thanks punk and judy who got me a copy of love gun with a gun i love them we're gonna you know there's all kind of like i said if to shout out every moment and to talk about every rock and pot highlight would be impossible but it really was amazing again Every year it is. I, I got to say one thing. After it ended that night, when I came back after the uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom, all of a sudden, everybody's at the bar. You were still lingering somewhere. And <laughs> there were so many shots on the bar. And I'm just going, I'm going to hurt the next morning. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was, that, that? I, I mean, I was just like... It, it was a blast. Everybody was hanging out, but it was, uh, like I said, on harem. No egos, which was Don Jameson, people who were at uh, Vinny and Carmine, you think, oh, these guys don't want to hang. They wanted to hang. You know, Greg Bissonette. I'm like, wow, how cool is this? Billy Sheehan. I'm like sitting here going, this is a freaking amazing. How about those guys playing at a little club? And I'm just going... We're hearing Shy Boy being played. But, uh, yeah. We'll tell you what. What we're going to do, we're going to try and line the satellite up into Canada. I'm going to try and get them on the line. Tim Steinruck is from a band called The Mighty One. And I'm going to line this up. Uh, maybe you do a little bit of talking. The one thing I want to say before we, uh, before we go to this... Um, one of the things that I had, thanks to Christine the Button Queen and the mighty Podfather himself, Ken Mills, we did get new Kiss Room buttons for Rock and Pod. So yes. They, and Christine was so awesome, she shipped them to the hotel. Crystal and Neela, who worked at the front desk of the hotel, were so nice, and they got my buttons, and I got them, and I have them all in my house. I gave a ton of buttons away. If I gave you a button at Rock and Pod, post a picture. But look, if you're listening right now, I'm going to give you some buttons. So if you go to the kissroom.com, okay, there's a uh, form right there that you can just you fill in your name, you fill in your address, because if you're a winner, I'm going to send it to you. But you got to know the secret word, right? And the secret word is button queen, okay? And the first five people, this way I'm treating those of you that listen live, the first five people that send a message to me with the words button queen as the secret word. I'm going to send you some buttons. You get a new Kiss Room logo button. You get a Matt Porter for president button. You know, it's great fun. So it's just something fun to do. And obviously, like I said, if you come to the Mahoning Valley Drive-In, as we just talked with Virgil Cardamone, if you find me, I'll hand you some buttons. I love giving out the buttons. I love when people are wearing the buttons. Button, button, who's got the button? Okay, now look, if my Zoom... <laughs> works here this is going to be great and what we're going to do is we're going to try and line this up and we're going to talk to tim steinrich so right now we're pointing the satellite toward canada to connect with tim steinrich vocalist and guitarist from the mighty one tim welcome to the kiss room oh man it's such a pleasure to be here such an honor so i'm thrilled now look obviously the name of your band is the mighty one and you have a new album called torch of rock and roll which pretty much says exactly what we're talking about yeah. here but what connected us obviously was that you had sent me reaching out as hey look i'm a big kiss fan i hear you're a big kiss fan let's connect and the title track basically the torch of rock and roll describes your journey into becoming part of the kiss army talk about it 
It's a damn autobiography, that's for sure. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, you know, it starts at you know age 13, getting my first uh, Kiss record, Destroyer, of course, which which really stuck out at the time. Actually, interesting story about that. I just want to go back before we get into the, what's on the, the song, but um, that album. So I lived up in northern British Columbia. And it was a farming community, and I lived in a, in a, my family was a Mennonite family, I'm first generation uh, Canadian, so, you know, super German roots. Anyways, we were like, we were like 40 miles from, from the city, and, um, and we'd go into town like every couple of weeks or so, and I'd go to this hardware store, or, or sorry, this, this department store, it was called the Hudson's Bay, which is uh, uh, sort of a Canadian icon, doesn't exist anymore, but they had a vinyl section. And so I would go and I would look at the vinyls and that one just always stuck out to me. And I think this went on for like almost a, about about six months or so. I was about, just about to turn 13. And then finally one day I'm in there and, you know, I'm, I'm a kid, so I don't have a lot of money or anything like that. And I just went, you know, I'd been looking at this thing every time I came into town and probably held it like 50, 60 times. And one day I just went, you know what, screw this. And I just took it and I walked out of the department store. I did not stick it under my jacket. I did not try to hide it. I just went, this is my record. And I took it home. And that's how it all started. That's how it all started. So look, luckily that store doesn't exist or you'd owe them $3.99. So it's just, uh, they're, they're still out there looking for you. You know, it's funny, you mentioned being 13 years old. And we're going to play the song when we finish talking. But it, the, the my favorite line in the song you were 13 years old when rock was king. That's when I joined the Kiss Army. And I'll tell you, Tim, that line Woo! gets me every time. Yeah. Hey, man, that's a badge that of, of pride that that, uh, that you and I both wear for sure. And uh, you was, it was probably around 13 for you, too, by the, by the sounds of things. And, yeah, I mean, it, it just once I had that record, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I got a guitar. You know, and then and then this huge moment of awakening in the in this in the song and in the video actually is plugging that you know running 300 feet of extension cord from the chicken pig barn, you know, out to the silo, plugging in my amp, my guitar, and cranking to 10 and hitting that first chord, and it was just boom! It just blew my mind. Um, yeah, I mean that you know the lyrics are pretty condensed about the whole story, but the video tells it more. But in that story, you know, I had this dream of working with Paul Stanley from Kiss. I, I had this dream of being with Kiss, and as I you know as I, I left home early at like fifteen, and then two days after graduation, I uh, I moved to Vancouver, which was the sort of the eight hundred miles away from where I was, and I got on the road. And it was weird. Within about five years, I was sitting with Paul Stanley, and we signed a we signed a management deal and a record deal, and um, yeah, it was with my band Unchained. We had a it was actually a um, a Van Halen tribute band, and it kind of morphed into this original band, and then you know Van Halen had uh, you know had become Van Hagar, right? It was no longer Van Halen and become Van Hagar. But people really missed the old Van Halen. So we, we were actually filled that hole in a big way and then started writing original music. And uh, my guitar player, Benny, who 
honestly, like just as good as Eddie Van Halen, if not almost better, if that's possible to say. Um, but uh, he went down with our friend Ron Roxborough, who uh, Ron actually ran a Kiss fanzine. And so he wanted to interview Kiss. Kiss was in town. It was 1989, I believe, or 88. And it was a hot in the shade tour. And, uh, and they went down to the Four Seasons Hotel with, uh, with the Unchained demo tape. And Ron Roxborough wanted to do this interview. And sure enough, sitting in the lounge of the Four Seasons Hotel, it was Eric Carr. And he invited them to sit down, and they sat down and talked to him. I think Ron did a small interview. And then Benny, a guitar player, gave him a demo tape and said, hey, can you give this to, to Gene and Paul? And the next day, Matt, we got a call from Paul Stanley on his cell phone, probably one of those big-ass brick cell phones, <laughs> and from the tour bus, and they were on their way down to Seattle, and said, uh, hey, would you boys join us down here tonight? We'd like you to be our guests. We want to talk to you about your music. And it just kind of took off from there. Paul came and, and uh, came after we signed the deal, he came back to Vancouver and we actually in the back of my aunt's restaurant, we did pre-production for the record. And uh, which was which was absolutely amazing. A couple days doing that. And then we flew to L.A. and we were in Kiss's East L.A. studio. All the boys come walking in. Everybody's there. I think he was seeing Samantha Fox at the time, so she was in there. And um, yeah, and we spent a, we spent a week in there doing the doing the record, and it just never came out because you know grunge kind of it just kind of killed that, you know. So now there's a question: Does that album exist? And I mean, at some point, could you put it out now? I mean, I think certainly with the Kiss connection. But now that you're on you know on the Kiss room, there's gonna be millions and millions of fans that are gonna want to hear it. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, I uh, just connected, reconnected with uh, uh, Benny, the guitar player from Unchained. I hadn't talked to him for quite some time, and he just he had a he has a storage space in L.A. which he hadn't looked at for about twenty years, and he went in there and he's been sending me stuff, Matt. I am just like pictures of us with Paul, some of these recordings and. There's a very, very good chance that those 24 track tapes still exist. And we need to premiere them right here on the Kiss Room on Monco Radio yeah! Music Minds Me. Now, look, having listened to the song and having talked to you, obviously at 13 years old, you're stealing a copy of Destroyer. Then you're fast forward, you're working with Gene and Paul, and everybody's there. Describe how how surreal, or is there a specific moment in your mind, maybe something like a conversation or something where you thought, oh my God, like I am living exactly what I dreamed. Yes. Yeah, I know exactly the moment. The moment is being at LAX and seeing the chauffeur driver show up and his sign says, Paul Stanley and Unchained. <laughs> both bands on there and it's just like you know just just like the hair stood up on the back of my neck and we got into this beautiful limo that paul had sent for us and we're driving down sunset boulevard listening to our music on our way to the hotel you know like that would it's that'll always be stuck with me always 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 it just makes it gives me goosebumps that's an absolute dream come true. And it leads it leads us right up to the present because obviously you have a new album out 
called The Torch of Rock and Roll. We talked about the title track, of course, is an ode to your love of Kiss. You just released a new single called My Garden. Talk about the new album. Bring everybody up to speed on what is up with The Mighty One. Brand new album. Sure, yeah. I mean, this is our third record. But in many ways, this record now is the past, the present, and the future all wrapped into into one record. Obviously, the torch of rock and roll, the title track, is is really what fuels and uh, and, and propels this record, um, because it's it is where everything comes from. This fire that that started burning from when I was you know a kid at 13 years old, and, and all of us in the band. You know, it's the, still the same fire that keeps us going now, some 30-some years later. It's crazy, right? And and so that 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 sort of speaks for itself. But yeah, then the rest of the record uh, we released, uh, the first song we released was a song called Coming On, which is probably one of the newest songs that I've written. And so that, that kind of defines the new Mighty One, uh, Torch of Rock and Roll, again, is, is the foundation. And then Burden... Uh, which was the third single that we put out. Burden is, interestingly enough, is a song that I wrote with the drummer uh, from Unchained, who was my best friend for like some 20 years. He passed of cancer in 2016. And so Burden and now the song My Garden are songs that I wrote with him. So there's another song on the record called uh, Kickin' Stones. So those three songs are there on purpose as a tribute to him and a tribute in our time together as Unchained. And um, and the rest of the stuff is is new. But yeah, we I, I could say it's the past, the present, and the future. Anybody who loves rock and roll and loves old classic rock and roll and loves new classic rock and roll is going to be very, very happy with this album. It gives you all of the elements that you want. Uh, including crushing guitars. You know, that's what I was going to say, was really there's this great, seven, what I call a 70s sound, in that thick guitar and bass and drums, but it sounds very modern. Big it doesn't bomb. sound like a record, that, like it says, of a throwback, <laughs> but there's so much of that element of the 70s. That's the thing, and of course, right away, I take it out to my car, and I'm driving around cranking it, and to me, that's where the way I, I, I enjoy experiencing music with the windows down, the music up, and I'll tell you, it's been a weird week, but having that ability to go crank it up it's a great rock album you know like it really you managed to really dive down and grab you know the heavy but it's so crisp it's a crisp and heavy kind of an album and talk about the recording process where did you record it who's he you know who's working on it sure so so this time around we we kept it really simple in the past we'd go to other studios to record drums and certain things right but because the pandemic was happening and everything was closed uh, we really tricked out my studio at home and we recorded drums and everything that everything was recorded there and it was really you know just the the drummer myself bob wagner and myself and bob you know, Bob's actually got a history with Kiss too. He was in a band. Remember a band called Econoline Crush? Sure, yeah. So Bob was in Econoline Crush and actually opened for for Kiss on the on the tour when they were in Canada back in the day. So, anyways, I think they might have they might have opened a date in Philly because, but I didn't see him. I was outside talking to people, walking around. But I think they might have done one of the Philly shows. I'd have to double check that. My memory is as fuzzy as your beard, but the uh, you know it really. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was. That's great. Yeah, 
but uh, but anyway, so Bob and I are really sort of spearheaded this record, and we just we just spent uh, almost a year in that studio. He he works in the film industry, and that wasn't really happening at the time. Everything shut down. I work uh, in the concert biz. Obviously, that was shut down. So we just put all of our time into this record and just really worked hard on getting great organic performances, no cut and paste or anything like that going on, and uh, and really working on the sounds, getting the mics just in the right spot, you know, getting the right sounds. And, and then once everything was set, just riding that magic for like almost a year straight. And um, yeah, it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, probably the, the most fun I've had recording an album ever because usually you got to pick at it a little bit because you're working and doing this, doing that. But we could focus on this every day. We created our little bubble and uh, we held the torch of rock and roll every single day. Woo! You know, I guess that's if you can find a plus in this whole last year of being, you know, locked down, shut down. But if you can lock down and shut down in your studio, it sounds like people are going to love this album. It really is fantastic. Tell everybody where they can get it. So you can get the album, uh, you can go to torchofrockandroll.com, you can get it there, but um, uh, that's through Bandcamp, so if you see the Mighty One at Bandcamp, that's the place, but go to Torch of Rock and Roll, you get everything there, all of our socials are there, uh, links to everything, some beautiful merch that we've just got, our latest videos, everything is right there at torchofrockandroll.com. So we have been talking with Tim Steinrock. Tim, I really appreciate you taking the time. So really just, if you had to kind of sum it up for people, talk in a sentence about the new album, and then kick it off with the title track, Torch of Rock and Roll. (laughs) All right. Well, I always say, feel the fire, keep it burning, Torch of Rock and Roll, and you're listening to Maka Radio, where mind meets music. Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah!
Look at that. I'll nice. That is the mighty one. Tim Steinrock, I'm so glad we could connect with you via the Zoom. I know it sounds sometimes, it doesn't sound like it I know, it gets a little good, tinny, but yeah, it But works. you know what I mean? It's the time zones. I think he's five hours ahead or behind. Where's he know. at? Vancouver? Canada, yeah, somewhere. I don't know. It's, we had to really work to line that up, but I'm thrilled that we did. Now look, Kiss Army, if that song doesn't inspire you, I don't know what will. When I was just 13 and rock and roll was king, that's Who, when I joined the Kiss Army. Come on. Joey. Oh, man. And then I, you know I, what? That, ZO2, I that hear That song there. was so... It, look, I'll tell you, the whole album's good. There's a song, you know, there's the, the opening song, too, coming up. Really great stuff. I've been cranking that album. And look, you should get that album. Well, you gave him a little bit. You gave him just the tip on Harold. Well, you know, we played a little, that song that we played on Harem earlier. Now, if you go to themightyone.bandcamp.com, you can get their new album. It's definitely support worth bands it, people. on Bandcamp. Right. You know, and that's it's... the thing. It's like, look, you know, I'm thrilled that we could connect. You know, it's funny because, you know, as he mentioned, his friend did a Kiss fanzine who apparently also listens to the Kiss Room, which I'm thrilled by that. But, man, when they're super talented friends like that, I love it. With that in mind, I mean, the other thing I want to kind of put out there, if you listened uh, two months ago, we kicked off the Kiss Room Demos Project Volume 7 with a track from Josiah Horn, who Josiah was also somebody we hung out with in Nashville. But, look, if you're out there, you got a good idea for a song, if you've been hanging around the Kiss Room at all for the last, I don't know, 10 years, the you know what we do, the Kiss Room Demos Project, write a song as if Gene and Paul or Kiss or whoever came to you and said, write us a song, and we want to do it for the new album. This is your chance to get played on the Kiss Room, and that girl at the Wawa or the Sheets or wherever you get your coffee, she's going to look at you a little nicer. Okay, because she knows you were on the Kiss Room. So anyway, get your songs to me. If you have questions, shoot me a message. I'm easy to find, whether it's at thekissroom at gmail.com or find me on Facebook or wherever. You can find me if you have questions. It's great fun. So thanks again to Tim for calling in. Yeah. Tim from The Mighty One. That's their album, The Torch of Rock and Roll. We're going we're gonna to re-aim the satellite because after the Kiss Room house band, we're going to talk to Stuart Corden and, uh, and uh, Kevin Simpson from Blitz all the way in Nottingham, UK. Yeah. So I got to get that lined up. But the uh, but before we go before we go into the top of the hour with the Kiss Room House Band, I do want to send a ton of shout outs to people. If if you know this is my favorite part because I love to tell you all like Candy Burton obviously look we Candy does candy. Candy's Kiss Corner every Saturday morning right here on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. The same way you listen to me, you should tune into Candy. It's a fun time. Get up, get your bullet count chocula, sit in your favorite chair and listen every morning it's Saturday mornings you're going to love it Joseph Belli is out in his garage smoking his cigar he's been with us all afternoon listening I'm thrilled that you're tuned in Joe Pasquale Vary shared the link and he's from the Kiss Army Nation and the Kiss Army Nation podcast which you should all be listening to because that's fantastic he does kind of the same thing like we do we like to focus on Kiss fans what's your Kiss fan story that's what we like um, Christopher Goff from the Kiss World. You know, Chris does his new podcast called Love It Loud. And then he had um, Candy was on the new episode. So that's, uh, you know, you got to check that out. 
Britton Mitchell from Kiss Cosplay, one of the best Facebook groups because he shares tons of pictures of Kiss fans wearing their makeup, wearing their costumes, most of the time homemade costumes. And when you see some of this stuff, you can't believe it. So it's like, you know, that's the kind of thing you want to get into. Cameron Duty from Alive Unplugged, the music of Kiss. Obviously, Cam's got a once a month kind of a thing where he plays live and he does it acoustic and he does his thing. He's got it as a podcast as well. Search Alive Unplugged, the music of Kiss. Cat Mare, I want to give you a shout out because she posted a picture with her feet up on the table being a super slacker listening to the Kiss Room and also you heard me I, I mentioned Leon Delaney you know in the first part where we were talking about Phantom of the Park because obviously uh, you know I, I yelled out the line hey Leon when Leon appears in the screen and you know he said that line you know, there's no smoking in the kiss room, and Cat, thanks for that. Um, so, look, John Dennehy shared it in a ton of different groups. Steve Javorski, Sam Dotton, I know you're listening. He, he loved hearing I Stole Your Love earlier. Bill Elam from A to Z Radio. Yeah! You can tune in. And his daughter, Britannia, they both have uh, radio shows on A to Z Radio. Dottie Jones, Chris Ann Colvin, Dana Reedley Russell, who, of course, we shared Sweet Tea down in uh, Nashville. Nice <sighs> to see you. Sean Cullen, of course, one of our favorite rock and potters. He's been at every rock and pod. We always have a good time with Sean. David Cathy, Josiah Horn, Javier Boaster, and the Kiss Army Omaha. Omaha! Ricky Cook, <laughs> Mikhail Burrell, Tony Mann, of course, Joe Laskin, John Phillips, Bob McMichael, Hannah Rogg, Alan Tate, Angel Alamo, of course, your buddy we from the, uh, the Metal Summit. Uh, Ron Jones, who called in earlier to, uh, to uh, you know, Harem was fantastic. Ron Jones, Mike Moon, of course, you're all familiar with the Let It Rip podcast. Yes. And Ron's show every Saturday night on A to Z radio. He is awesome. James Brendan Dunn from the Kiss Corner. Chris Simcoe, Mike Simcoe, David Zanet, Christopher Hartman, of course. Fran Galanti, Jerry Lee Watkins from the Kiss Room House Band. You know that I have to send a shout out. And, and honestly, I can't wait to see you guys Sunday. So Two people who have just posted about it. I got to give out a uh, Psycho Steve posting about the Kiss Room. <laughs> Big shout out there. And Jay Oakley, too, sharing the links. Love you guys for doing it. Rock Shots News. That's somebody new who shared the link. Of course, Peter Arquette from Kiss Asylum. That's probably the greatest Kiss website. Um, he shares it every month to get a lot of attention. Thank you to Joe Polo and the crew at Podcast Rock City. A huge shout out. Eric and Judy was new ski. Punk and Judy from the Cr Electric Crush. You can listen to them every Wednesday, 7 to 9. We had the best time hanging in Nashville. I love them. I listen to their show oh. every week. Ken Mills in the podcast. Of course, Ken is doing a super secret art project for me right now, which, Ken, I need to talk to you. And then, uh, of course, uh, AJ Zonin, Anthony Porter, Amy Porter, Madison Porter. I just want to thank all of you who share the link. And really, I want to thank all of you who tune in. If you're tuned in and I didn't say your name either, I missed your post. Or maybe you could send me a message. Say, hey, Matt, I like this. I like that. This was funny. Or maybe, you know, you should get a drink because you're thirsty. But, the uh, you know, you never know. So, like I said, um, you can enter to win some Kiss Room buttons if you go to thekissroom.com. The secret word, button queen. Okay? So, you can, you can enter for that. As we head into the top of the hour, look, I want to thank again Virgil Cardamone because he called in and shared all the info about the event that's happening this Sunday, which is Detroit Rock City on the big screen. Super shout out Tim Steinrock from The Mighty One. You heard his interview. You heard his enthusiasm. You heard his great song, The Torch of Rock and Roll. So we got all those things going on. And like I said, when we hit the top of the hour, 
I have the Kiss Room House Band, which they're going to celebrate the solo albums, which all came out in September of 1978. So we're hitting all kind of anniversary there. And then we're going to talk to the guys from Blitz coming right up. I yeah. can't wait. So it's going to be a blast. So really what we're going to do is we're going to look at our lineup here. And uh, we're going to go into the top of the hour. And I am going to... So how about this? I think we're just going to go right to the top of the hour because it's close enough. And uh, thanks, people. Post post a note in the Facebook says you're listening because you are in the Kiss Room on Marco Radio. Music about me! Meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. You're not allowed to smoke in the Kiss Room. Hi, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. You're listening to the Kiss Room on Montco Radio, but you knew that. You wanted the best, and you got it. The hottest man in the land, Matt Porter. Kiss Army, you wanted the best, and you got it, and you know that. That's why you're in here in the Kiss Room. And it's funny when you hear that line. I want to, you know, think of J.R. Smalling, and you know that's when you wanted the best, you got the best, the hottest band in the land, and you're here in the Kiss Room. Now think about that. If you're tuned in right now, on sun, on it's you know it's September 10th here, the crowd goes wild. <sighs> Kiss Alive was released today in 1975. Now, if you want to argue the date, I'm sure there'll probably be somebody who goes. You know, if you look at that, it wasn't released on the 10th. It was released on the 18th. I don't care. But the uh, here's the thing. <laughs> think about that, the kind of vibes that are in the air. When you think about that, you know, obviously there's September is loaded with releases from Kiss. But to celebrate the release of the solo albums, I'm going to turn it over to the Kiss Room house band. And you're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music, music and minds meet. Well, it's September, and you know what that means. It's time for our solo album set. This first song is Ozone. You know, I've never been much of a pot smoker, but the way things are going in this world today, all I want to do is sit back and smoke a big fat joint.
This next song would have fit perfectly on 70s AM radio. Here's You Matter to Me. Next up is See You Tonight. Now, I don't know if it's all the ozone from the first song, but these lyrics are confusing. If you read them, it could be about sex, or it could be about drugs, or it could be about cake. Oh, wait, Gene wrote this one. It's probably about cake. <laughs> I see you again tonight 
Well, there's four solo albums, and this is our fourth song, so I guess it's time to say goodbye. Oh! 
Wait, we can't say goodbye yet. Every set needs an encore. So here's the Rock and Roll National Anthem. Tell you be the dynamite audience, and you deserve to give yourselves a round of applause. Let's go! Ah! Oh yeah! So let's rock and roll all night and party every day. Hey! 
Oh, man, my favorite part of the show. You know, look, Craig Bauer just said a perfect set of songs from the solo albums. Absolutely, Craig, I couldn't agree more. Sam Dotton said, nice solo set from the house band. One of my favorites is See You Tonight. One of mine, too. I really love it. Frank Galanti, Steve Campagna, Jerry Lee Watkins, Kiss Room House Band. If you turn, if you tuned into the start of the show, you heard us talking to Virgil Cardamone from the Mahoning Valley yes. Drive-In. Three or six thirty-five Seneca Road, Lee Heighton, PA. Facebook.com Mahoning Drive-In Theater. The Kiss Room House Band will be playing live this Sunday before they show Detroit Rock City. On a giant drive-in screen, KISS fans, this is the event you've been waiting for. You've been looking for something to do. You know, things were canceled, then they're on, they're this and that and the other. If you're worried, you can wear your mask and just never leave your car. Yeah, hello. Drive-ins rule. You know, bring a date. You can do some smooching. Nobody will tell it to be the greatest. Put a blanket over top of you. Nobody <laughs> hey, will know. Look, what happens <laughs> at the drive-in stays the drive-in. It's going to be great. I can't wait. How many of us were conceived at a drive-in? <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you remember when there used to be a drive-in up in 309 in Quakerton? I remember seeing the Apple Dumpling Gang, and my dad had made homemade root beer. And I have such good memories. We were probably, so we're probably about Remember six sneaking or your seven? friends in the trunk? And the first time I ever saw Star Wars, 1977. At a drive-in. I seen Jaws. Yeah. You know, I, I remember like, I, here's the funniest thing. If you remember the Waltons, John Boy Walton, my parents took me to a movie theater in Morrisville, Pennsylvania. Me and my sister were in the back seat, and my parents said, duck down. I'm like, why? <laughs> it was a dirty movie. Oh. With John Boy Walton. <laughs> so look, do, 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 Sunday, do. find me. I'll be there. I'm pretty hard to you know miss because the big Wookiee walking around. You want some Kiss Room buttons. But I can't wait to see the Kiss yeah. Room house band. Now, I have not seen Fran and Jerry in... You know, a year and a half. I yeah. mean, really, you know, I, uh, you know, Fran and his family were at the Green Day show, but I didn't see them. There was 80,000 know, people. I didn't even see you I, there. I saw you running around. But the, uh, you know, it's funny because that's the thing. I can't wait to see them. And Virgil, who runs it, like you heard at the start of the show, greatest guy. He's doing some great things up there. If you're a Back to the Future fan and you're listening to me right now, get in your DeLorean. They're having Back to the Future weekend. What could be more fun than that? So... Again, thank you to the Kiss Room House Band. Those guys have always gone out of their way. We've been locked down, shut down, but never stop rocking. And with that in mind, I'm going to point the satellite over to the UK. Let's see if we got this thing working because it's on Zoom. And now <laughs> we're going to connect with Kevin Simpson, Stuart Corden from Blitz. Guys, welcome back to the Stuart. Kiss Room. Thanks for having us, Matt. Yeah. Great to be back, dude. You know what? I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to have you guys back. This is fantastic. And obviously, we're excited because you have the new album coming out called Take No Prisoners. It's a live album. Give us the details. Okay, we'll go for this one, Matt. Uh, we started uh, recording some shows about two years ago as a, uh, a pilot thing just to see what it was sounding like. And we basically left it on the hard drive and never really thought anything of it. And because of the uh, lockdown and everything, I started to go through uh, just some backlog of things. And I found some of the live recordings that we'd done. Uh, and I kind of sent them over to Matt and Stu. And I says, what do you think to this? Because obviously we'd not listened to him for a year. And we thought, yeah, this is uh, workable. 
really workable. So we kind of, you know, we got them songs that we'd already done and we decided to get the guys out again, pin up media, the mobile recording, and recorded some newer shows. Uh, and it, and we think it's come out really well. It really does sound fantastic. I mean, it's a great recording and that's interesting. I didn't even realize that it's kind of a compilation of about two years worth of shows. There's a, maybe three or four venues on there, uh, Mark. So it's not just one venue, it's, it's about two or three, I think. And sadly, some of those venues, kind of due to the whole COVID thing, they've closed down. Uh, if anybody checks out our, our page, uh, the Blitz the Blitz fan page, there's a, somebody put a clip up there from where a lot of the show is recorded, a place called Alberts, which is from our hometown in, uh, in Nottingham. And uh, that night was just absolutely over the top and um, you can see everybody kind of screaming and singing and that's where i believe comes from right at the end of the show if you listen to it that's uh that's where the, where the singing comes from and where we joined to get the crowd singing along it's real rock and roll all night stuff yeah we're really we're really proud of that you know it's funny you mentioned rock and roll all night and obviously we you know being kiss fans is what joined us together in the first place but thinking about like kiss alive where everybody you know obviously the argument as well is it live it's in the studio what were some of the challenges that you really faced in getting such a great sounding live recording uh, well what it what it was Matt, the guys that recorded us uh uh, you know, we're really nice guys and really on what they're doing. The, the young guys, they're really into it. And uh, they did a fantastic job. But unfortunately, now and again, guitars drop out, vocals drop out. So obviously the, there's some overdubbing in it. I'm not going to lie, because obviously things do go wrong live. Guitars go out of tune. So, you know, there's a certain things that are fixed, because nobody wants to listen to an out-of-tune guitar. Uh, and I mixed and mastered it myself. So it was kind of like my baby. So I took it, took it, under, the, took it under my wing. And I just wanted it to sound good. So in some areas it's fixed, but what live album isn't? We had to like push the bass drum up in certain parts because the way it was yeah, recorded yeah. or or maybe the bass had to be come up a bit. But when you listen to that crowd, hand on heart, that that is that is our fans singing and that is there's been no crowd overdub at all. I can promise you that. And, you know, that's exciting. I think, I mean, obviously I follow the fan pages and your fans are super excited because you're playing out again. Describe what's the climate as far as live music over yeah. in Nottingham. Um, well, we, 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 we seem to be really busy. We've, 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 with the last three gigs we did, we did one in, uh, wait, come on, Kev, remind me. We did one in Chesterfield. We did one in our hometown, uh, Nottingham. And we did, where was the other one? We've been at Birmingham Way. We've been Birmingham. to uh, the Black Sabbath. Yeah, <laughs> Black Sabbath. Uh, we've been to Chesterfield, uh, hometown Nottingham. Uh, there's a couple of others, and it's Blackpool, Blackpool, Leicester, all over the Le UK, really. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. We, we seem to be very busy. We've got some new shows coming up. Uh, we've been confirmed for some festivals for next year, so the scene the scene seems to be bubbling over here quite well. 
That's fantastic. I mean, it's it's funny. I mean, it's nice to see live shows kind of returning. I was thrilled when I started seeing you posting a bunch of things about playing out again. Uh, I mean, obviously, it seems to change by the day, but it is nice to see people getting back there and being out there and enjoying, you know, your music, which is fantastic. I think, you know, we were just talking about that, like obviously using kind of Kiss Alive as a reference, but what are some of your favorite live albums that may be used as an influence? Um, uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, I think we've probably spoke about this, but uh, obviously I don't mind repeating myself because I like to hear myself. You <laughs> <laughs> love the voice. Uh, well, obviously, Queen Live Killers is going to be the first album I ever bought, ever bought for myself out of my own pocket money. I used to do paper rounds, delivering papers, Matt. So that was the first album I bought, Queen Live Killers. Uh, and then a friend of mine whose sister was quite a few years older, older than us, her boyfriend, who was a little bit older than her, if you can get the gist here, he introduced me to Kiss, uh, and he handed over Kiss Alive too, and he says, have a look at that. So obviously opening that gatefold when you're nine years old, uh, it just blew me away. I couldn't believe that stage set, uh. And when he put it on, the needle on, and Detroit Rock City and King of the Nighttime World and Love Gun, you know, the really fast and exciting versions. So when I went back to the recordings of Kiss, the early albums, it never had the impact of Kiss Alive and Kiss Alive 2. So I think it's the energy of live albums that I really like. Uh, Finn Lizzy, Live and Dangerous, Iron Maiden, Live After Death, uh, Tribute with Randy Rhodes and Ozzy. They're just a few that I love, but I'd say Queen Live Killers and Kiss Alive 2 for me. Uh, f- for me, my very uh, Alive 1, which was uh, just just blew me away when I was a kid listening to that. And that was the album that I couldn't play when I first got Alive 1 because I was, I was a bit too young. So, But that was the album where um, I had a friend who could play guitar and uh I, I, I bought a bass guitar and I'd be kind of learning. He'd be learning me the bass parts to, to the Kiss Alive One songs. So that's uh, that's what kind of got me playing bass as well. And um, again, Thin Lizzy Live and Dangerous, just a just a classic live album. And a guy who divides people from all around the world. But if if you take away whatever you think about the guy, uh, Double Live Gonzo by Ted Nugent. What a player! What a player! To this day, if you put put those songs on the feel of ted nugent's guitar playing the his rhythm work and everything you know great white buffalo um stormtrooping uh stranglehold i just love all those big meaty riffs is he, what a player still to this day i love ted nugent playing sometimes i say he divides people as a person but i think um his musicianship is just second to none yeah so when he lets the music do the talking, he stays out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah I totally agree. When he keeps his mouth shut and lets his fingers play, he's he's just the best. I mean, you know, double live got double live Gonzo. It, it, I was telling Kev about Ted Nugent, you know, because he, he he didn't know a lot about Ted, and I said just listen to some of his live work and his rhythm work. Yeah. 
So, I mean, obviously everything that we named, every every album that we just named are classics. And I think your new album really does capture that live feel. There's a rawness. There's, there's an energy that's on this album that's fantastic. And I think the biggest question is, where can the listeners of The Kiss Room get it? And the bigger question than that, you have to explain the difference between dollars and pounds because I know too much about pounds. The problem is I can't seem to get rid of them. But the, uh, you know, but we want people to get hooked up. So you have to explain for somebody like myself who has no idea when I go to order it, you know, the difference between a dollar and a pound. Right, I can take over here. Go on, right, you're the brain of the outfit. So basically, Matt. We're going to upload it to the Bandcamp, which is blitzuk.bandcamp.com, where you can purchase all the backlog. Uh, I think I'm going to probably make it a digital download as well, so people can, you know, download the album uh, and get the physical CD. I would advise the CD because it's really great packaging. Now, the best way I can describe the pound is your dollar is worth 1.39 so like one and a third so for our pound is equal to one and a third of your dollar or just under one and a half dollars does that make sense so if you looked at our cd if you can bear with me so our CD would cost you $14. Sounds perfect. We just All of my smart listeners are going to know what to do. They're going to know how to figure it out. Everybody will put the right amount of money in. You know, it's just, it's rock and roll. We, everybody needs to order it. It's going to be, you know, exciting when you see that, that CD come in the mail. Dollars, pounds, you know. It's <laughs> we, uh, we, we, you get a sticker, you get a signed, signed card, and we put, we put lots of goodies in there as well. So it's not, you know, you just won't be getting the CD. You'll be getting lots of other goodies what we we put in there as well. Because because we, we you know, there's no label behind us. There's nobody pumping money into us. Everything we do just uh, finances what we do for the next bit. So um, the next project will, will be after this will be the third Blitz album. So what we'll be doing is we'll be trying to get the, the fun. All we do is... Um, pay for the next thing we do so you know yeah, yeah. And, and everything we do from t-shirts to, to this everything we we sell just goes directly back into the band and we um invest in what we do next which is studio time and recording so uh that that's how we do it really if we, if we want if we wanted to make a shed load of money we'd be a tribute band but we know <laughs> <laughs> like everybody else so I mean, obviously, you have the track Keep Moving On as a studio track and probably would nod toward what's going to be coming up in the future. But talk about what kind of songs are you writing for the next Blitz album? Well, it's funny you should say that, Matt. Uh, Matt. Uh, been working on a song today, actually, that I was just uh, just got some inspiration. So uh, we've probably got about seven or eight songs that we're yeah, going to stop looking there. at. We've got a few gigs to do so far, so we're putting a new live album out. We've still got to promote Fight to Survive, so I'd say by the end of the year, the beginning of next year, we'll start to rehearse the songs, and we'll probably cherry-pick ten songs. Uh, and the way the writing's going at the moment, it's going to be kind of another mixture, rock and roll and a little bit, 
yeah, I would say metal, but a bit harder edge. Your Blood Brothers, Damage is Done style of songs, and the well, classic rock, the rock and roll, roll songs. songs. Yeah, other rock and roll songs in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and look, of course, you know, we're talking here in September, but my daughter is already ready for Christmas. So everybody that hits your site should also download the Christmas song. I believe in Christmas. Do you believe in rock and roll? That was a thrill to hear that last year. Uh, the other thing, and look, I'm going to throw this in just as a shameless plug because I'm never shame, ashamed to plug. I'm absolutely thrilled that you let me be part of this by doing the interview with you. That's kind of the last track on the album. It's exciting to be part of it, and I'm thrilled that you know people around the planet will download this and listen to me talking to you guys. And, you know, it's uh, and it's great fun, and I do appreciate that. We we love we loved it, and. Uh... A couple, some of the reviews we've got coming back. You send everything out for pre-review, so you can put the reviews out before the actual release. And we've had some great feedback, and uh, even the interview people have said a great interview. We've had some great feedback, some of the interview and everything. Yeah, it's just a great. Yeah. We just wanted to to give people value for money because they're going to get eleven live tracks. They're going to get the new single, the studio track, the bonus track. Uh, keep moving on. They're going to get. A fantastic interview with you with the mighty Matt Porter, and it's uh, it's just a great, you know, it's, it's a great value for money little package, you know. I, we we just love doing it. You know, it really is fantastic. So give that address again where people can go right now to order it. So if you go to blitzuk.bandcamp.com, blitzuk.bandcamp.com. Perfect. So all Kiss Room listeners need to pick up the new live album from Blitz. Or look, there's it's just like when you got Kiss Alive and then there's this whole back catalog. You could buy all the CDs, okay? Because you're going to get some live versions. You can get the older CDs. People, you're going to want to get this. This is your new favorite album coming out right now. And I really appreciate you guys taking the time to chat with me here in the Kiss Room. These time zone things are really pretty crazy, <laughs> but we managed to hook it up. So We, no we love being on the show. And we're, again, uh, not meaning to blow smoke, but uh, I've listened to the Kiss Room for, for many a year. Um, I used to get up on it because, again, the time zone thing is crazy. So I used to have to kind of listen, wait till the Saturday when I could kind of keep listening on download and then download it. And I'd, I'd be walking the walking my dog Baxter on a Saturday morning, and I'd be listening to uh, the Kiss Room, and to and for us to be uh, on here chatting to chatting, and it's just it's just great. <laughs> what a great thing, you know. Kev, I'll, Kev, I'll give you the last word. Again, uh, thank you for you know your voiceovers for the Christmas song. Uh, we always appreciated that and I think it fitted the song really well and what I'd like to say is obviously we're going to be re-releasing the Christmas song because you can do every year now so we don't need to write another one so we're thinking about another charity for this one Matt because uh, we did it for cancer research last year uh, and I think we're going to be looking into the mental health side of it especially over the last year people suffering you know being housebound you know suicide awareness and things like that so we're looking at a really good organization to uh you know donate some money and use the christmas song that way because we don't want to make any money out of it you know we want to do good out of that song and again it's for christmas and we can release it every year so we're looking forward to working on the new project with that 
That is fantastic. Rock and roll for a good cause. You guys are awesome. How about let's round this out with a track off the new album, yeah. Take No Prisoners from Blitz. Kev, you want to talk it up DJ style? Okay, guys. You've got a chance now to listen to Blitz live. And we're going to take you over to the UK with about 150 of our friends singing our classic national anthem, I Believe. Right here on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. This is our last song of the evening. Keep believing in rock and roll, people!
Wow. All right. Now, look, Kevin Simpson, Stuart Corden from Blitz. I love talking to those guys. Also, I want to send a shout out, Gail Corden. Um, I accidentally, her phone was on my Skype, so it's uh, her phone rang just now when I was dialing those guys in. So, Gail, sorry for startling you uh, at the start of that call, but the uh, but it worked out fine, right? So, look, we're, everybody's having a great time. I really want to thank those guys for, for Zooming in just now. Obviously, you love that song. They have the new Alive album coming out. You can go to blitzuk.bandcamp.com. And I think if nothing else, look, we every every episode of the kiss room kind of a theme will emerge it's all about chasing your dreams about keeping rock and roll alive if you heard that right there you can't take our rock and roll they also have a great single called we're all right that they did during the pandemic you know we're all right you know like you know it's they're very inspiring people and musicians tim steinruck thank you for calling in the mighty one was fantastic we talked in the first hour Obviously, Virgil Cardamone, you really made me smile ear to ear when you talked about the fact that maybe at some point in my life, I might have inspired you. You're an inspiring guy, Virgil. I'm glad that uh, we had a chance to talk to you. We got that event coming up on Sunday. So, so much good going on. I mean, I know in these weird times, you know, there's, there's times where you think, man, there's nothing good going on. But there's a lot going on now as we kind of roll to the top of the hour and I kick off your weekend right here. Now, this is something we can both bond over. And I really want to send this shout out to my daughter. I know Green Day released an official version of them doing rock and roll all night, which is out. But this is you if you're a completist, especially if you're either a Kiss fan or a Green Day fan. This is the Matt Porter's phone version yeah. that I recorded an at an exclusive <laughs> that was recorded at the Hella Mega Tour in Philadelphia. This is Green day doing rock and roll night now and then we're gonna come back and wrap it up you're listening to Monaco radio where music and minds meet
can you hear me? Yeah! Now look, I, wasn't, <laughs> I really want to share that because that was a really special moment for me. I took Madison to the Hello Mega Tour, which was, of course, Interrupters and Weezer and Fall Out Boy and Green Day. And the fact that they played Kiss just because they knew I was there, that's special, you know what I mean? But the Madison Porter had the best time. Those were her bands. You know, and it's funny because, you know, and look, I'm going to, you know, we're wrapping up the show, but I'm going to just share this moment. I hope all of you really, if you can get a chance to go out, there was 40,000 of our closest friends in that stadium. But when they did, you know, I hope you had the time of your life. And Madison gave me the biggest hug and because she remembers that song from she was four years old. And she says, Dad, I remember that song basically my whole life. And it was amazing. And now look, on that version of Rock and Roll All Night, you might have also heard backing vocals from Bill Elam, his daughter Britannia, and Lil Willie, who's actually very big. So it's, uh, you know, we had the best time <laughs> hanging out with them. And like I said, 40,000 of our closest fans. If you can get out and do fun things, you got to go out and do fun things. It was great. It was one of the highlights of the summer was the Hell Omega Tour. You know, and, and look, you, you know... I'm a dinosaur, but I knew all those bands. Luckily, oh. you know, it was great. And you had really good seats. I, I well, saw thing, you buzzing around like a bee. Here's the fun thing about that, Matt. It was almost like, how do I go to the bathroom? Because it was like, <laughs> I, you know, God, I needed to wear an adult diaper because it was like there was hit after hit after hit. Like France said, it was like, oh, wait, I, I can go to get a drink when there's a dull moment. There wasn't a dull moment. Between those bands, I mean, everybody, like, okay, Interrupters, I didn't know as well. I knew their single. But they, they other than What's that, they they were so for tomorrow. Are they, you a leader? Or will you follow? Makes they, me want to go they out and get that. They had such a cool ska feel, and I'm telling you, their <laughs> version of Bad Guy is the coolest thing I ever heard. But yeah, when you think about it, Weezer, Fallout Boy, and Green Day, it's tons of hits. I mean, even like uh, Fallout Boy has that one that has the monsters theme. I'm like, oh, I know that. You know. So anyway, that that was really Madison. That song goes out for you and anybody else who was there that we had the best time ever. And we're kind of wrapping up. I mean, obviously we could go for another hour because uh, you know, there's there's September really has a vibe because there was always new Kiss records. Now, when you think about it, like I said, if you're listening live, September 10th, 1975 is Kiss Alive. You know, and shout out to that. I mean, obviously, I think most people listening would probably say Kiss Alive changed your life a little bit, you know, and then, but then when you think about it, now for me, a lot of this is high school was lick it up. So you figure they take the makeup off. This and and really then uh, September 7th was the, or was it the 12th of 1979 is when they played the Spectrum for the Dynasty Tour. But I mean, think about just album releases. You got Lick It Up Asylum. Animalized crazy nights. Basically, that is my high school years, right? The Kulik years. So well, every year it's, it would be the start of school, and you were getting a new Kiss record. So it usually painted the color of the start of the year. Like I always think of that. Like you know, you had your new Kiss record as you're headed into the and fall. Your lunchbox. And, well, you know, I never had a Kiss lunchbox. I had a, a Gunsmoke lunchbox that I stuck King Kong pictures all over. But the, you know, it was, you know, but even Psycho Circus. Shout out. That's Candy's favorite. September. 22nd was Psycho Circus. Look, the Kiss Room house band nailed it with their tribute to the you know the solo albums. So I mean, we could do a whole show on just you know talking about albums that were released in September. I think to me, lick it up. I mean, I always think because that's got that vibe and it's the fall, and of course you're already thinking Halloween. And you know they took the makeup off. I mean, who would have thought that was a big event? You know, it was like a big event and. Uh, 
my ninth grade mind or whatever it was. Matt, I just got to thank you. This has been, you know, it's kind of like, you know, hey. so I'm We're so back. glad to be back. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad to be back at Monco. I, I love this place. <laughs> you know, slowly but surely, we're back into the studio. And here's the thing I always like to say. Monco Radio is 24-7. There's a lot of new shows that are returning live. Some are remaining remote. You can go to the schedule on MoncoRadio.com. Get a look. I mean, the same way you're listening to me right now, you can listen to a ton of other shows. And there are great shows. And the fun thing is, is that we have returning shows. We have a lot of new shows. And they are people that you're going to get to hear for the first time. And Monaco Radio is as diverse as the population here at Monaco. Yeah. You can have somebody one minute playing big band music. You might get some polka. You might get, you know, who knows what. You could tune in like, you know, smooth jazz and silky soul. One of my favorites. All you know, that wrestling, jazz. everything from music. Movie critics to, you know, everything. Sound and Vision does the movie critics. I mean, Mondays you got Charlie's Classics, Candy's Kiss Corner, obviously, a handful of candy, Adam Avenue. I could go through the whole list and look if I didn't say your name. It's not because I doesn't, don't love you. It's because we're running out of time. You know, because coming up next is Seriously Zappa. You got Seriously Zappa. You got the uh, Scary Fan Party. You got Alt Nation. You know, there's such a diversity of shows. I mean, I could shout out for the next hour all my favorite things that I listen to, podcasts that, that I listen listen to there's a really funny one this week i mean and i hate to just say one podcast but cobras and fire if you go listen to cobras and fire could it be a budding feud between podcasts with ken mills and cobras and fire you got to go listen and find out and then but i mean you never know so it's just uh, you know look it's all fun we had the greatest time in rock and pod and i'm thrilled to be back i gave you some homework earlier if you go to the kissroom.com if you go to the win page you can enter the secret word which i told you earlier Thank you, Christine Carlson-Wolf, because the secret word is button queen. Button queen. We're going to give away some buttons. If you're going to do a song for the Kiss Room Demos Project, start working on that. If you can get them all to me before, like, maybe Thanksgiving so we can have a Christmas party here in the Kiss Room, and I'll play all your songs, okay? So, look, we're going to wrap things up. I'm going to give a shout out to each and every one of you that listens. I mean, it means the world to me because obviously that's why we do it. Yes. Bobby, I'll give you one last line. Oh, I got to say, Matt, love you. Thank you. People, let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> I, we have, I have really missed this. I mean, it's funny. The, the joy of being back on the air live. The joy of hanging with you. Like, that's the funniest thing. I saw you once or twice. We made a music video or two yeah, during the did, COVID. Yeah, you made but me then, sweat you know, my yeah, butt yeah, off in wearing the, in Monty. that I made Bobby wear the Mustang costume and not just, Then you know, Tony wanted me to wear it to life. bed. But, you know. <laughs> People, I love you all. Thanks for listening. We have had the best time. I want to thank Tim Steinrock from The Mighty One for calling in. Kevin Simpson, Stuart Corden from Blitz. Virgin, Virgil Cardamone for calling in. Look, I'll see you all on Sunday. You know, it's going to be the best time. We're going to have the most fun time. I always have fun time here in the Kiss Room. Yes. Monaco Radio, where music and, and minds me. meet. You have been one hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know 
We know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. Any last-minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'll be 